Shit, Ichi's passed out. God, what the fuck are we gonna do? Don't worry, I got a plate. No, 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 no. I know exactly what to wake him up. Wake up, Ichi. Hey, do you want some Pepsi? Here you go. Yes. Here you go. It's been such a rough week, I need it. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm gonna take over the show. Wait, no, here, no, let's open no, the no, door. No, no. You need to go back to no. sleep. Go back to sleep. No. Back to sleep. No. It's my show now. Kick you the whole call. We are live. Mike. Zenkaigan. Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Wielding equipment, the plot, and ire. Bluecaster. Ishida Zazil. Loud and impulsive, Pinkcaster, Lane! One little spark of courage, Dreamcaster, Global South Perka! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air! Well, Yellowcaster, Ichi's dead! Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm trying to eat pizza here. <laughs> oh, hold on. I have a revive axe. There you go. I'm sick as fuck. Yes, he is. Welcome to the Greatest Sentai Cast Ranger, everybody. The podcast where we talk no, to Oh, we've done that joke like four times. We're not doing it anymore. I will do a little intro bit because I'm trying to be friendly to new fans. We're, we're, we're podcast of assholes who talked about Tokusatsu, and no, no, I'm Pinkcaster. Hi. No, no, they heard the roll call! Now, y'all remember, if we want to be really polite, they have to call us assholes, smegheads, or wankers. <laughs> wankers, I love that the one. What the fuck is a smeghead? Have you never watched Red Dwarf? It's pretty no. Sh- no! Red Dwarf sucks! <laughs> Show me the first episode and I was like, Gar, I don't care! <laughs> I am not excited I... enough for this. Blaze, what's the Pokemon? Well, it's, it's episode Foxy. It's what? Apparently it's, it's exp- there's experiment two twenty two Foxy. God fucking damn it! Sure. That was my first thought no. when you said two twenty two. Corsola, cool. That, no, fucking. That's, that's the experiment that made people sick. That yeah. was the Fox- episode where the oh, oh my god, and I'm sick. I thought I was supposed to be quiet. Until yeah, you are supposed to be quiet. Gonna freak out. I, I thought you were just. I thought you were just gonna type the thing. Anyways, so sorry, I didn't know. So Edit this week. Damn it, so, show's so, over. So this week we have a, we're doing a double episode because we weren't here last week, so we got <clears> double the Zio, double the double the pet loop pat. Double the freshness, double the fun. And next week we'll do the Go on your movie. Oh, okay, so we're gonna do the Go on your movie when I'm not here. Yeah, for fuck's sake, Scar. Or we can just do it the week that you are here. Yeah, we'll do it the week you're here. Did I come at- or we can just do it tonight. Go on your movie because no. I already spent time watching it at two in the Too morning. Too bad! I'm sick and we did an extra long episode and I feel like hell. Yeah. So, anyways, let's no, talk about let's do it. Let's talk about Zeos. Oh, fucking... wait! The place? No! 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 <laughs> Fuck! I triggered him. And this is when I leave. See, I know better than to say than to say one of the two things that triggers Blaze. First one is O's, second one is Q Ranger. Ow. Fuck! What? <clears throat> what? Nothing? Nothing? Real good real real good bit. Real organic, everyone. Yoshalaki! 
Oh wait, what? Oh god, my lucky hypeness is coming out again! <laughs> Lucky's best friend! But we're not doing Space Squad yet. Don't... no. <laughs> really fucking stellar performance with that bit, everybody. So anyways, this week we're talking about <laughs> the episodes 10, 11, and... And 10.5 and 11.5. Yeah, and Luke and Pat's... 39, 39 and 40. 40. God, we're already on episode 40? And nothing's happened! Hey! Zamigo's <laughs> relevant to the plot again. We'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, Zio episode 10. Dan. Yeah. Dan. This was best episode. It was pretty good. I love that Waz, in the opening bit, he says that Dan is... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gar's not in it because he's like, fuck Zio. <laughs> Hey, but these B are Mr. good episodes. Oh, oh, I don't have enough room on my external hard drive to fucking watch it. That's why I'm not watching that it. That is horseshit. <laughs> you to watch Ultraman. Stream it, bitch. Hey, Ultraman's awesome. Episode 61, out now. I, 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 the episodes I've watched, I've liked. Don't you dare this, Ultraman. Fuck I need to get our thoughts out before I fucking pass out. Okay. So, so Waz says at the opening bit that Dan is trying to use another O's to take over the country. Except, no, he isn't. He fucking seceded from Japan to make his own country, you oh, dumb yeah, fuckboy! He made his own. And you also spoiled O's form again! Just like you spoiled Build! I don't care, with my forms, I'm happy. <clears throat> and also, so Hina meets Eiji for the first time because the O's timeline's already been erased. And then she breaks them out with her super strength that she apparently does have! Yep. She's still strong girl. So why did she let Dan push her around earlier? I still love that she just goes, he kneel! The and they still makes. don't explain why she has it! I'm pretty sure one of the O's, like, the O's novel, they explained it. That Maybe does us no good! Yeah, she just drank her milk, you know, unlike Edward Elric. My bones are so brittle, but I always drink plenty of... Malk? What the hell? Oh yeah, Malk! She drank her Ovaltine. Her Ovaltine? Yes. Um, so I'm just gonna say, I haven't- I- I forgot to add to the Waz counter from episode 10, so I gotta rewatch episode 10 to see how many times You're she said slacking. it. You're slacking! So, uh, as of episode 11, from what I've watched, he has now said it 21 times, but I will go back and watch episode 10 and add to the extra count, so... I don't think he said it that much then, maybe like two or three times. <clears throat> yeah. So, as Hina and Eiji are escaping, they pass by Sogo, and I love that Hina just like stops and gives him the fucking stink eye. And just, I have to say, Sogo is becoming an amazing protagonist. Like, I, I yeah. am honestly enjoying the, like... I'm actually enjoying Zeo more than Gates now. Oh yeah, for sure. And I was actually surprised to learn that the fight between him and Gates in episode 9 wasn't a fucking performance. Oh no, just, yeah, yeah. just Zeo straight up kicked his ass. He actually just thwomped a bitch in order to appease you know his new Wagamo. That reminds me of the episode of Build where Bonjo just like went up to Sento and he's like, no, we're fighting right now. And Sento's like, oh, okay. And beats him with a fucking trial form. Cause he's like, I, I, I'll be, I beat you. Get on my hazard level. Well, that was because, that was back in Bonjo. Yeah, that was back when Bonjo didn't know how to fucking be a rider. So. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> so. Excuse me. It turns out that Sogo is actually just genuinely infatuated with Dan and wants to study under him as as a king. Line, bitch. But so he can learn 
not to be like yeah that. i'm gonna study you so i know what not to do because you're a bad man <laughs> it's just like you're a dick I don't know why, but just the, Sogo has this. His smile is just like adorable. Like, it's like continue, it's like weirdly inf weirdly infectious and just a little creepy. Yeah, but it's 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 awesome. Just like every time he does like a facial reaction. So like like I remember last week's episode, like Dan like held on to Sogo and Sogo just went like whoo, like he just like had this really reaction. But he he's been <clears> reacting. I, I I am still a little uncomfortable from nine point five where Dan just leads him around on, with his belt like a leash. Yeah, it, no, but that was that, that, got, part was, that was that was like, that was ad libbed. That got he, real fetishy. Yeah, but he he improved that. It was a fucking amazing. That's what makes it creepy. Because Sogo made so many fucking mistakes. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. And it gets worse because in this episode, Dan calls Sogo his little puppy. Yeah, he calls him his puppy. Yeah, he keeps calling him Poochie. Yeah. And, Poochie. And so Sogo gets up in his case about like, so like, what do you actually want to do as king? I want everyone to bow before me so I can evolve into my next form. Oh wait, there's Zeo Chaser king armor. Dan. Dan Kuroto Dio. And yeah, yeah here's. A nice custom yeah, of Zeo Chaser job, armor. Good job, Ryder Custom. That actually looks and really good. Like I said, when that when I watched that episode a few weeks ago, I now want a Super <clears throat> Sentai mech called Dan Kuroto Dio. <laughs> Dan Kuroto Dio! <laughs> we'll have like one one limb will be like the bike will be the sports gamer. Uh, yeah. One will be zombie gamer. One will be like proto action gamer. And I don't know about the rest. One is Chanbara because he stole Gary Gary Chanbara. Uh, yeah, also, and the, and, and the main body is Maximum Gamer. Or uh, God Maximum. Also, we yeah. also also we did find out. Uh, also, we did find out that um, yeah, Dan did kill Masamune. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just fucking straight yeah. up. Just <laughs> yeah, you didn't really see how he did it. It looked like he just pushed him and he fell. No, no, we we, we saw now, that he was bitch. like strangling him at his desk. Yeah. Oh, you never I believed prefer, in me, Dad. I prefer when he killed him with the moon, but that's just me. Yeah, right. Oh, God, fucking damn, that was awesome. But we have to remember that this is a timeline that after the Exit timeline has already been erased, and I'm actually surprised that we explore something like this. Like, what happens to these characters from one writer show when their timeline gets erased? Well, we hero just continued to be a genius surgeon. Uh, maybe. <clears throat> oh, uh, fucking. Uh, why am I blanking on his name right now? Still just Tyga. Yeah, Tyga. He, um, no. I didn't see any Yeah, Tyga. Yeah, Tyga. Tyga, he didn't lose his license. He's still looking. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so we get to talk more with Eiji, and he confirms that he's still all about tomorrow's underwear. Yeah. Even though the, the timeline. Like, you, yes, okay. The timeline where he was a hobo got erased. Okay, though. but no. See again. This is a thing where no, that's not related to him being a hobo. That's just a thing he believes in. That's just a thing he no, believes in. It wasn't erased. He said, like, from what I gathered from what he said, he still did that. But over time, he realized that he's not going to be able to help anyone like that. So he went back yeah. to his family to be <clears> a politician. Yeah, yeah, because he he references the the thing where like he tried to save that little girl or whatever, and she got blown up in yeah, that in that war. Flashback, yeah. Yeah, so they had that. They brought back that flashback from O's, which was really good. I'm glad they did he that. He had a literal Vietnam flashback. Yeah, it's interesting that that part of his history survived the timeline erasure. Well, because again, like this well, is just like had nothing to do with being O. 
That's yeah, and that's exactly why. Yeah, so I like I like that attention to con continuity that right? they like that was still a thing. They, then, they even then, slightly reference Ankh by having him have the little red feather on his suit. Yeah, and I then really like wish that he was like, like he wished like a, like a police officer or something instead because I would have wanted him to be partners with Hina's brother. No, you know what I think they should have done hmm? <clears throat> after Dan Kuroto de decided to secede, the police of Japan should have sent in a strike force to get Eiji out. And leading that strike force should have been Hina's brother. Yeah. yeah. Um. What I also liked was um, <laughs> when we when we see Dan get turned into another O's for the first time, we see like uh, Eji in like the middle of uh, doing his rider kick, like the first yeah, time we see his proper three. rider kick, and like yeah, <clears throat> and the pillars like hand or whatever, and then he dehensheets, yeah. and it's actually like it's actually like a new clip of like Eji's actor just going like. What the fuck? I lost my powers. And yeah, that clip was yeah. from episode three when he's fighting the Neko Yummy. And yeah, constantly they like threw the pillars to, in. Uh, they didn't have to make that make it so it was just a shot from the back, like a few of the other ones. They did. Yeah, no, I think they actually yeah. filmed Shu Watanabe like pretending to like dehenshin from O's, being like, "What the oh, yeah. fuck?" Happened? Oh yeah. So that that was cool. I'm glad they did that. <clears throat> uh, let's see. I guess that kind of proves that like, for like a few seconds, the riders still remember that they are riders. And they have no clue what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Yep. Also, I remember, I saw something recently. The ride watches do hold the memories of that rider not existing, because after the, another rider is destroyed, like, they should go, everything should go back to normal, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I think the ride watch mechanics are a little dicey, but Also, yeah. also in, like... Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, like, it was awesome also when, like, Wool just, like, kind of, like, walked in on, like, Dan, and, like, he's, like, walking upside down, and Dan's just looking at him, like, the fuck? And another thing to mention about that scene where he becomes another O's for the first time is, if you noticed in the background, it's fucking Dr. Maki's creepy little doll. Yeah, Dr. Maki's little doll's yeah. there. Yeah, Bye -bye. I, was, I actually had to ask you guys what that was, because I was thinking, why is there a creepy doll in the background? And, and, oh, and yeah, Emily, that, one of the main characters in O's had a weird, creepy little doll. No, and, and, and Emily, in one of the episodes, like, he ends up, like, uh, and, like, Dr. Monty, like, the character has the doll, he, like, has the, like, he's in the ocean or, like, on the beach or something like that, and so... He has like he puts like seaweed on uh, his like doll's head and it looks like hair and it looks like like dreadlocks like Bob Marley red so he just goes Bob Bobuli. <laughs> it's really weird. It's super oh, weird. I don't he did that episode. Oh yeah, I remember it. Yeah, like so I was gonna so I had to ask like did anyone else notice that was that a reference to something? Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Maki's creepy ass doll. Apparently that's oh, a yeah. thing in Japan. So Gates calls Sogo to a, a battle, but a, like to the quote-unquote finish in the middle of some plot rain. Yep. And I love it. Like, <laughs> Gates, even though he got his ass stomped last time, still goes base form, and Zio decides to answer in kind. And while they're fighting, they end up having to save some people from more of Dan's yummies. And for the oh. first time, we get to see each of them do their time change attacks with their weapons, and those are neat. Yep. But um, earlier, uh, if, I, if I remember, uh, wait, no, never mind. Oh, there was one thing right. earlier I wanted I to mention. Ahead. I was thinking ahead, I was thinking ahead. There was one thing earlier I didn't mention. So, like, we see uh, Soup and Gates in the in the clock shop. Like, when she, bring, when she brought him in at the end of last episode, she was screaming to get, like, first aid kit. But then, in this episode, right before he brings the first aid kit, 
You see Soup just using her fucking future iPad to shoot like a healing beam on him and completely heal him. Yep. And then yeah. Uncle Uncle's just like, oh. So why what? did she ask for first aid? To to get to oh use the japanizing beam to to get him out of the room so she could do that. But why? He he, because he out of the room. Because he doesn't. She doesn't want him knowing that they're from the future. But he wasn't. He was standing in the front of the shop, so he wouldn't have seen her using the beam on him. He may have came in at any time. I don't know. Fucking. Fucking. He was already distracted. Just throw him something to fix. Here, here, <clears throat> clock, clock. And it really was a clock. Yeah. Oh no, that was the next episode. Oh yeah, next, next episode. episode. I watched them both today, so I sorry. I... Um. So we see Eiji give Sogo the Osentasha Doru watches, but throughout yes. throughout yes. all of throughout all of these two episodes, we never see him give the blank ones to him. So we have no idea how he got them. Again, I've said this before. It's time travel. You can do it later. <sighs> He'll do it tomorrow. He'll do it tomorrow. But like. He's, he says to Sogo, these are yours, aren't they? That implies that he didn't get them from Sogo. I, I think, at I least. I mean, again, his memory was erased, so... Uh, I don't know. All of the times that he's given the blank ride watches has been after they defeat the other rider, and the timeline's already erased. Hmm. <clears throat> well, fuck you. Um, so then we get the most amazing scene in this episode, where Aura rides in on what looks like Castle Duran, but then it fucking transforms and opens up, and it's a fucking time machine with goddamn Castle Duran on it! It yep. was so cool! Why is that one not getting a toy? Right? I'd buy that! <laughs> no, that was pretty surprising. Just like a Castle Duran ride gadget? Yeah, well, mini Castle Duran. Just like our melon boy. Well, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for the eventual mini. Bought the chicken. Mini belt sign. Oh, I want it. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, Thunderbreast Duran <laughs> oh, yeah. has a point when she Remember freaking beat the, the other no guy Dan. No one forget the scene when AG, when Hina picked up Eiji to use him at the club. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah. That was great. Um, Never forget the time a rider was used as a weapon by a non-rider. Yep. Uh, so Gates walks in and goes Genmu, and he actually uses the Shakariki sports wheel in that fight. Yeah. Uh, so, and then... Soup uh, sweeps him so in, go. and... Soup so sweeps go, go, go. in with the time machine to take up, to, for them to go back to 2010, but before that happens, we get a fight between Zeo's time machine and Aura, who and then cycles... And the, 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 Use this thing, you stupid fuck. They still haven't explained where the fuck the Taka Watchroid came from. Yeah, I thought they were I don't going care actually... their best character. <laughs> it was pretty adorable, though, and I like how it shot. I don't character. Yes. <laughs> I like things that shoot thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll like Kiryu Gold, then. And Blade. Yeah. Um, so we see, we see the, shout at them? so we see the time machine use the O's watch, which, uh, gives it the Torah claws, and then the Tajadoru watch, which gives yes. it the wings. Yes! Yep, Tajador. The machines can already fly, though, so what's the fucking point? Wow, well, maybe Tajador, shut like, up. <laughs> maybe it makes them more accurate flyers instead of just sort of hovering. I just love that it does got, for its Gigascan time break, it does goddamn prominence drop. 
Tasha Doder's signature attack. No, but yeah, get, he gets the wings because it makes him faster. Does it though? Yes, it just makes him look cool. It so whatever. Looks cooler. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I gotta agree with Blaze. This is the cool one thing Blaze is militant about. I see. <clears throat> O's is my life. All you need is O's. <laughs> yes. He is my king. Yeah. I would die for him. <clears throat> so, anyways, they defeat Aura, and then Zio goes back to the past, into 2010. It's gonna take you back to. <laughs> Uh, to and... defeat the guy, defeat the guy whose games just suck ass. Ooh. Well, it actually kind of works because I mean, Genu has to be yeah. there. Yep. Uh, and then we, we finally get to see Zio O's armor with another Eway by our boy Waz. Yeah. Starts with Happy, Happy birthday! birthday! Happy birthday! And I'm just like, yes. Waz, continue yes. being awesome, please. Continue right? being best boy. Yeah, yep. no, Waz is best character. Was just call him Comrade or Best Boy. Comrade Hype Man. Best Boy! Hey, he's Comrade Hype Man. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, no, the, the O's armor, it's really cool looking. I love the henching because it's exactly like the fucking just... The fucking three animals flying out of nowhere and then and, and form and the armor. does the henching like Tataba does. I love it. It's great. It's definitely one of the better looking forms. Yeah, earth armor. Now we have a custom. Oh, that actually looks cool. Why do you have ball shoulders? Because the fucking gashapon. No, but the helmet looks it sick. Kind of like a dick. The helmet <laughs> looks sick. No, it looks like a pair of balls. Well, I mean, Gates is a dick. Two balls. Well, they are a pair of. Balls. It's your boy, two balls. <laughs> two balls. Uh, but yeah, no. The um, the only thing that I would actually <clears throat> would have liked it that they would have done is given like him a pair of claws. Well, the idea is that it's the tiger going sideways across the so armor. So it's the Torah Claw Claws? Yeah. I don't know. I love, I love the fact that uh, that he just has a giant tiger sticking off out of his shoulder. Right? Yeah. You'd think it'd be gaudy and impractical, but it actually kind of And then I just, up. I just like the, the chest logo for, like, Tataba is just, it's the, 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 the kanji for, for Taka, Torah, and Bata. Yeah. Like, that's fucking great. It works perfectly. I love it. Best form. Yep. It, it's it's definitely up there. It's cool. Just to buy a time machine to get that ride launch. Nice. Good luck getting the Tashadoru one. Time machine. I said it before. I'll say it again. Lane, if you can get the guy, the guy who you get, you guys get toys from the pre-order and a hazard one. If you get me like a Tashadoru one, I will pay you. Sure. In medals. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of metals, my favorite part of O's armor is the fact that all of his attacks just make him the enemy bleed metals just like in O's. Yep. That was always my favorite right. part of fights in O's. I was kind of hoping yeah. though when Dan got defeated though, I was kind of hoping, well, I'm not done yet, just fucking pulls out a gamer driver and just like, fuck you, I'm saving this for like fucking that, eight years, six, that two years. timeline has already been erased. <laughs> no, but he made the gamer driver before X8 happened. So the gamer driver was already a thing. <laughs> He can just make it. Actually, wait. Yeah, what? The, I I mentioned this before. What about because the time writer the, that, that were literally a, the last writer to appear? Here's the thing. Because I like to believe here's that the, the timeline. No, the timeline gets erased when the show one, starts. <clears throat> here's the thing. It has to accompany all the erasures have to encompass anything related to both the writers and their villains. In the same way that the build timeline erased Evol in that he didn't come to Earth and murder everyone unopposed, 
when the exit timeline was erased, it's safe to assume that it's because the bugsters were erased and thus there was nothing to power the gamer driver. Oh, that's oh, true. I just remembered. Uh, uh, we, we've come up with the theory that uh, Evolt, Evolt is related to Naga from QQ Ranger. I saw well, that in the chat. Aliens. Yeah, because they're both snake. They're both humanoid snake-related aliens uh, that they're have their own that have their own powers and are like and just want to destroy the world. And they don't have actual emotions. Yeah. And they don't have emotions. That's actually pretty sound. I like that. Snapple. <laughs> That's what Emily said. Naga and Evil. <clears throat> there you go. Uh, Evolt was sounds his name. like the name of a crappy TV show. Evil. Naga and Evolt. Uh, so yeah, then Edgy, he and Chad, they're like, yeah, well, let's get together sometime. Yeah, sure, okay, bye. And then they part and don't ever talk again. Gonna nope. fuck. Um, and then they. Oh, one one thing to note is when he does the scanning time break, he actually screams, "Say yeah!" yeah. Say yeah. yeah! What's if, he, if he had not said that, I would have I would have hated this episode. Right? What's Oz's favorite anime? Said Seiya! And I and Waz what does just. He eat for, hey, what does he eat for breakfast? Cheerios. <laughs> O's. Lucio's. Worst pun, but I love it. That's good. Uh, also, they forgot <laughs> the chicken. So then Uncle yeah. Uncle yeah, Uncle Zio Uncle Zio is just like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll go. Because, yeah, I, I, honestly, my theory right now, is, again, is that the uncle is an older Sogo. They he forgot the chicken, just like this episode forgot about Ankh. This, this... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> That's good. No. I did not put that together. No. One other thing I wanted to mention is at, right after another Oz is defeated, Waz just walks up and he literally calls Dan shit. You are the manure that will foster the growth of Wagamao. Yeah, oh yeah, he just Waz calls fucking Dan piece of shit and then just, just closes the book on him. Just, yeah. And great. that's the end of that chapter. And fuck you. And fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, watch... Um, watch uh, Uncle Junichiro turn out to be Omazeo because of all the times they left and ignored him. Yeah. Yep. Not be surprised. And the episode ends Thanks with Gates... Question. When did Sogo get the watch fetish? Yeah. Uh, so the episode ends with Gates basically recommitting to killing Sogo and he walks off with Aura looking on. And then we see, for some goddamn reason, an orange roll up to the feet of none other than Kota! Oh, yeah. Because that... he's orange, man. And when Lane and I watched that episode, we were surprised because they actually did not confirm that he was coming back until we saw that episode. Yeah, so I was like, oh, it's actually Gakusano. Holy shit. <clears throat> uh, so yeah. So... That was all just episode 10. Yeah, Jesus. so then 10.5. This is actually really interesting. Um, so it's about the fact that Zio has had different writers and directors over its run so far. And apparently the one writing it up until episode 8 and 9, but like up to including 8, was Shimoyama. And the one writing it since 9 is Mori. And I gotta say, episode 9 is where I started liking the series. So if this is the guy writing it, can he continue? Because yeah. he's knocking it out of the park. Yeah, really. Yeah, guess what? Because he's the guy who helped write O's. And, and O's is best boy. And Gaim. Yep. Gaim is also best boy. He, he did more of Gaim than Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, 
there's this one shot earlier in this point five where Soup says that she would judge things for herself, but then just immediately trust Sogo. And then she turns to the camera and goes, Am I a dare? And just gives like the most disturbingly cute face she's done so far. Oh no, it was adorable. I loved it. And uh, Yes, it was adorable. But the fact that it was adorable, it was creepy. Sure. And the fact, but uh, afterwards, so good, just like, ugh. Ugh. Like, ugh, my dick. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, and just, yeah. yeah. So they go over the different staff, and they even leave in a couple of outtakes, because, like, she fucks up pronouncing someone's name, and then you hear someone in behind the camera going, can we do that again? And then they just break also, down laughing, and they cut right from there. episodes 11 and 12, which haven't aired yet. Yeah. Well, episode 11 has, but yeah. Well, no, uh, I mean, like, at the time of that, when that came out. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it boils down to... We must protect our characters, no no matter who writes or directs our show. Yep. So, that was interesting. It was funny. <clears throat> Alright, yep. so. Proving that the new writer really knows what the fuck he's doing, episode 11 just went in all kinds of weird and interesting ways. We now have the whole thing that every time travel plot has to have at some point, character meeting themselves. Yes. starts with guy armor. Blaze! Oh, this is over! No! Back to the ether! Back to the ether! Wait, but can, I, can I stay for longer? Does it involve O's? No. Then fuck all of you, I'm leaving. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye! We'll stay only for O's. Goodbye! Alright. Thank you for being thank, on the thank show. Thank you, Blaze. <laughs> bye. Thank you for having me. Yep. But yeah, so episode 11 starts, and just, we're already here, we're already in 2013 fighting, oh my god! Yeah, no, I just, cause like, I, before I saw, like, I only saw the clip of, uh, the guy armor, like, uh, henshin, so I'm like, okay, that that's a thing, and then just, and then yeah, I just started watching the episode, I'm like, wait, what, wait, 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 we're already here? So like, it was one of those things where like, you know, like, he's like already fighting a character, and then would like, pause, and it's like, you're probably wondering, why am I in this, why am I in this situation right now? Well, let me tell you, it all started when. <laughs> so, yeah, so we get the Gaim armor, and so, like, it, it, like, okay, so the reason why the Gaim face is on the chest is because it's supposed to look like an arms, like, armor. Because Gaim arms. Yeah. And so it, like, goes down, and so you just It drops see... onto Zeo like a Lockseed armor. No, but it kind of reminded me of the time when, like, uh, Koda was, like, trying to use uh, Squeak arms, and he's just like, FREEDON! Oh god, it's too big! Yeah. Missy, Minnie! Minnie! He just gets um, flipped over and and uh, Waz just keeps going. Yeah, he, like he's trying to like do like the whole spiel and then he's like, and then he's just like it's like, oh god, it's so heavy! He's like I'm doing a thing here, my Wagamo. Anyways. And just yeah, and then he just like goes like Continuing his noble tradition of fucking up everyone's catchphrase. And he goes like Suya Guy Guy Which I'm still gonna say the guy in Ride Watch doesn't look that good because any rider any con rider that has like a single visor It looks awkward when the the split on the DX watch. Yeah. So it looks it looks bad. So the answer is get the SG version if they put it out. Well, maybe. See, like on XA that works nicely. Forza works really nicely. Drive I, really I nice. think the best example is Wizard. 
Yeah, no, I'll and, agree with you. And Gates, actually. I'll agree with you. Yeah, no, Gates looks really good, too. So, but yeah. And then just Sogu just gets sucked into this time paradox thingy. Like, he's about to finish off another guy, but then he, like, breaks time or some shit. And then he he's in an area where all these different scenes are, like, scattered around the background. And it almost it looks like the opening. really... Really It'll, interesting aesthetically. It was almost vaporwave looking. It almost looks like the opening where all the riders are paralyzed and they're walking around, so that yeah, might be yeah. a foreshadow. It was glitching out. And then we see, uh, like, man of the beginning, Coda, in a, in a new outfit, walk up and say, is this man really worth saving? So Coda is telling Zio to let Sogo die because the consequences of saving him are not worth what he's doing? Yeah, so... This, this got real it, confusing. It, 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 it's, it, it, it felt a lot like Wataru walking up and telling Decade to murder all the riders. Yeah, and also the best part was it was Space God Coda. So. But he was wearing a different outfit for some reason. Because he fucking can, whatever. Like, and, like and, we, we've proven that he literally does not need to use the belt and everything to transform to Kiwami arms. He can just go... And bam, Kiwami arms. That's fine, but why wasn't he wearing that armor that he wears in because that form? Because he doesn't need to. He, he's and here's another casual. question... If he's already, if the timeline erasure has already happened here, how the fuck is Kota still space god? Because he's a space god. It doesn't matter. Space god, not time god. He's still a god. He, the, the rules of time do not affect him. When the Gaim timeline gets erased, everyone's better off because they should all be living happy, normal lives. Nope. Uh, well, another great thing was about this. Where's episode. my? Fuck my. That's a good point. Where... He did! <laughs> Poor Michi. Um, so, <laughs> another... Michi. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's talk about... Let's talk about Guy Marmor for a sec. Oh, my Jesus fucking Christ. It's just as terrible as I saw... As the Megan it's, it's still not that good. The spider arms are terrifying. Um, I will say the thing I was very most shocked and surprised at in this episode was... The use of Helheim. Like, they incorporated Helheim, which is good, because in Gaim, <clears throat> Helheim was a very important factor. This is something that I could see being on either side of the it was erased because of the timeline got erased debate. Mm -hmm. Like, Helheim was very important in Gaim, but the invasion of Helheim in the Overlord world did happen before the series, so it, it could be argued it, it was that just it would... Sagara decided not to go to Earth. Yeah, that's why we don't see Sagara either anymore. Yeah. So, like, Sagara just, like, he looked in another direction and saw another planet. Yeah, Hel Helheim existed beforehand, but in the Gaim timeline, it took over that dimension where the Overlords lived, because Helheim was an existence that invaded different worlds. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm zombied in the head right now, so I'm not elaborating as well as I could be, but I think you get what I'm saying. Uh, I'm going to say, though, now seeing another guy I'm in, like, full form, I love another guy. I love so that it's just good. a rotten orange just armor. It's a rotten orange! And he has, like, a giant yeah, fucking Daidaimaru. Like, it's a two-handed Daidaimaru. I love and that. Just, he looks really fucking good. And, like, I... Uh, and honestly, with Gaim's helmet, it looks really good as, like, a monster face. And the, the blade on his helmet is actually through his head instead of on in front of it. Yeah. So, like, great job. Like, another guy, another guy's one of my favorite another And riders. he's even got a really weird, twisted-looking Sengoku driver analog on him. Yep. 
And he just don't yeah, they just, all have that? Like, yeah. Well, for the driver that. Yeah, and I love I love the guy in Ride Watch, like another guy in Ride Watch. It's like guy. So. Uh yeah, so like the the, the another guy is like uh apparently like the current head of Team Baron because so, apparently he pushed Kaito into Helheim. I noticed something. I re- I recognize his name. So his name is Asura, and if you remember from the Gaim Gaiden, Black Baron, his name was Shura. So this is clearly an a decade style AU version of Black Baron. Yeah, which it would have been cool if they actually got the guy who was Black Baron because that would have made a lot of fucking sense. I feel like they probably wanted to but couldn't. So but it's I just guess like, they just couldn't. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> I, I you know it was weird. I like when I first saw like other this other guy, I just saw him and I'm just like, like I don't know why but he's a really handsome man. Like, he's really handsome. <laughs> I'm stirring feelings that I never knew. What? Um, but I think it's very awesome that they decided to make another guy a Team Baron member. Yeah, that's like some irony in that. And it's funny because we see Team Baron is now successful and popular, and there's zero shots of Team Gaim, which means they were probably crushed into submission. Also, remember how in episode episode uh, ten, I was saying that like, oh, G- uh, Zio, like Gates is kind of like eh. In this episode, Gates is actually pretty awesome because I kind of like the whole, like, just loner kind of thing he's doing. I like that. I don't like that he fucking watched another guy shove a dude into a Helheim portal and just stood there and did nothing. And then... You just didn't expect that to happen? And and then the next guy that gets attacked, Gates finally decides, you know what, I don't like your tactics. But that's... It's really interesting because the Time Jackers approach Gates and they're like, you want to stop Omizio? We want to stop Omazeo. Why aren't we working together? And that's actually a really fucking good point! Yeah. They all want to stop Omazeo, so why are they opposing each other? And then Gates, like, called out, like, the Time Jaggers on, like, bullshit. It's like, oh, well, you guys fuck up shit. And they're like, I'm yeah, I hear you. They, yeah. And they're like, oh, you... You're not a fucking <clears throat> guilty of that either? You've been, you've been fucking with time just as much as we have. Yeah. Just being here. And then, like, the whole time there's, like, And they're some... right! And there's like some weird girls in dresses with clocks on their faces and they're oh, dancing. Yeah, and yeah like I thought that was just some byproduct of them stopping time and getting all fucky with the dimensions. But then they like resume time and they're still there dancing. I'm like, oh, I guess they were just fucking actually oh, there. Oh, yeah, the weird um. I was gonna bring that up. The weird um, like a uh, Salvador Dali melting clock face background dancer ladies. And I love that Aura while they're frozen, <laughs> just like moves the hand clock hands on one of their faces. Yep. Just to fuck with them. It's time for dancing. Um, but yes, I agree with Rhythm in our chat. No Zack and Pecco. Rip, 0 out of 10. Yeah, no, I was very, very sad with a huge lack of Zack and Pecco. So, but oh well. Maybe they just couldn't get them. There's an obscene lack of Zack. Here they were also sent to Helheim. You know what? I'd be willing to believe that at this point because they said there were several missing members. Yep. For the uh, very first time, them reusing actually made sense um and then yeah gates also gets shut yeah so another thing we forgot to mention is that another guy also has an ability to just make cracks like helheim cracks into helheim yeah fucking cool and so <clears throat> he obviously sends gates into one so gates ends up in helheim um and i then, just love that he drops the crack onto him yeah just <laughs> and then swartz is all oh no too bad he had potential oh well next guy next guy 
Um, and then he runs to the Kaito. Who apparently has been in Helheim for five years. Looking for According to what he said. Wow. So, did he eat Helheim fruit? Is he already Lord Baron? No, Baron's... Be no, Baron... Oh. Ooh. Well, if he was there for five years, he would have starved to death if he did something. Right? Oh, yeah. I still need to get that uh, that, that Helheim <clears throat> fruit that came with candy that's actually supposedly supposed to taste like what the Helheim fruit's supposed to taste like. So... It tastes like burning. It tastes like Invis. It tastes stale. Oh yeah, we see Invis like attacking and shit like that. Yeah, the cool. elementary Invis. I was like, hey, Invis, cool, like actual monsters. <clears throat> uh, Blaze in our chat is like, oh, Kaido just ate the other missing members. Oh jeez. <laughs> it sold out, Lane. You're never gonna get. It. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I had a chance to though. Once upon a time. So we'll never know what the forbidden fruit tastes like? Nope. So, Waz walks into the clock shop with an actual clock for Junichiro And just takes. fucking uncle... The uncle just fucking just... Oh my god, a real clock! Oh, Make yourself at home, have tea, I'll fix it! And then, like, Waz is about to, like, throw it out because he's like, eh, time is, like, meaningless or some shit. No, he's like... If, if you can fix it, you can use it. And if it's not usable, you should just throw it away. And then, like, just fucking uncle just instantly catch it. I said, I'll fix it. So, like, did Waz just bring this clock in just to make a really fucking yes. ham-handed yes. analogy? Yes, because that's I'm totally within sure Waz's character. In, yeah. This clock is like that asshole Gates. Dunk! In the garbage can. And then we start, <laughs> and then we start getting into the mystery of the two Sogos, because My I, two I actually didn't realize that, because then, like... When when he was when he first fought his Gaim armor, he went a through time. Yeah. And then we see him with the dark blue shirt and normal Soga with the light blue shirt back and forth. So I'm very surprised you didn't pick up on that. Uh, I didn't. So then Soup just like stops Sogo and it's just like, wait, you're <clears throat> wearing a blue shirt before. What the fuck? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I love it. Like, over several encounters over the episode, like, actual Sogo runs out, and then normal Sogo runs back in with, like, all of the information. And yeah, and, like, Sogo's just like, oh, Waz, we already got the guy in Ride Watch and everything. And oh, wow, here. the dance team's disappearing. That's mysterious. I bet Gates is there. We should go right now. Yeah, and, like, he already, like, it's, he's like, oh, Waz, he already did a spiel. He's like, what? I, I, I didn't do the speech I, I, yet. I, I didn't. Oh my god, he's like questioning his whole existence now. For, for a character who travels through time on the regs, you think he'd be able to handle that. No, so I, I like I thought there were two Wazes, but I guess not. Oh no. So, <coughs> uh, yeah, just one was. But I love in like in like the third, I think, encounter between switching Sogos, Soup finally gets fed up with all the bullshit and just like wrestles him down onto the table and like almost like gets on top of him basically. It was kind of hot. So then, Jesus. What? <laughs> Whoa. I won't lie. It was, it was, it was fun. Um, so then we, we get to, uh, we, we cut to the actual stage from, from Guy, where, like, the dance team's performed, and we get Baron dancing in, uh, and... it's the actual Never Surrender Never song. Surrender. Never I'm surrender. a wiener. It's, it's such a fucking character tension breaker to hear the serious-ass Kumon Kaito... Say the word wiener in a fucking music <laughs> a song. Wiener. He's saying winner. I know what he's saying. <laughs> so then they're dancing, and so then fucking Soup pulls the thing again that she did in episode one, where she like gets like, she like gets a microphone out of nowhere and just goes, "Hey you!" And pushes Sugar to the front of the crowd to like 
pretending like he egged them on. I, I love it. In the middle of the crowd, she's just shouting into his ear. If you cause a scene, the other one will show up. What are you talking about? Just fucking do it. So then, yeah. So then he starts Why fighting. So... <laughs> so then he starts fighting another guy, and then yeah, the other Sogo shows up. Oh, and the way he shows up is fucking amazing. So anyone who watched Guy might have picked up on this, but while while Zio is fighting another guy, there's a he he gets him. So uh, the second Zio pokes his gun out from behind a pillar and shoots another guy in the back, he, yeah. just like how Ryugen did it to Guy in the TV show. Oh my god, I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> So then, and then it's just great. The other Sogo shows up. He's like, oh, there are two me's? Yeah, there are. All right, sweet, let's do it. <laughs> and, like, he doesn't question it. He just teams up with himself. Disco dancing with myself? Outrageous! <laughs> and, yeah, they just proceed to fucking fight another guy, and they just kick his ass. And then we uh, see another, uh, we see Ozark again. Which then, someone made, actually, uh, on Twitter, made a, like, made an interesting observation. He has not used oh, X8, he has not used X8 armor since he debuted it. Not but, once. Because hammer hands. But but hammer hands is cool. I love XAR. I like XAR and Gemu armor. Um, but yeah, and then just like proceeds to kick his ass, and it was it was awesome. And it was yeah, and then Gates has like a fucking like power debate with like uh, or philosophy debate with Kaito. <laughs> you don't have the resolve to change fate. What? I'm saying you're a pussy. Yeah, and if if Kaito calls you a pussy, then you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> Because if anyone who knows power, there, there's no one who knows power uh, better than Kumon Kaito, because he is the epitome of power. The, the epitome of power? Whatever the word is. Epitome. Epitome. Epitome, thank you. <laughs> Whatever. I'm tired. Uh, and also, that's why Kaito's my favorite character in Gaim. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Aside from Ryoma. But I love it. Like, the second Zio shows up in Waz, you can almost hear the boner he pops at seeing two of his wagamau. Just the boner he pops. Just, uh. The worst part is I kind of agree with you. He really did seem to be like, two of them? Oh my god. One groom? Two grooms? <laughs> but, uh, oh right. my god, can we have... <clears throat> that needs to be the thumbnail. Just that, that scene from Simpsons with, like, the two grooms and, like, the reverend, and it's just Waz, and then, like, Gaim armor and regular Zio. Sure. One groom? One Zio? Two Zio? <clears throat> uh, but yeah, before Zio can deal the final blow, the second one, who clearly knows something he doesn't, stops him from dealing the final blow, and then he just fucks off. Yeah, he's like, no! And the episode ends with them staring at each other and getting creepily close to each other. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and and but before, right before that, we get a shot of Coda with much longer hair now for some reason. Just and like we washing a building. He, well, yeah, because he's probably doing his thing where he has like multiple jobs like he did in the start of the show. Yeah. So. Uh, so next time, Swartz apparently decides to do something about Waz. We get to see that Suika lock, the, or lock. The, the Suica Arms uh, ride gadget the that he's And Gaim through time! We're going to see both so both Zeos as Gaim armor fighting in both time periods. Yep. Just like with Forza and Fi's armors. Yep, that was cool. <clears throat> and so then 11.5. They open with 
saying that the fact that there are two Sogos now is apparently just like Doraemon, except they can't mention Doraemon, so they censor it, like, when they were talking about the Forza actors. Bleach. Uh, yeah, and just, like, <laughs> there's this is one part or whatever, like, that. They're talking like, about Sogo's motifs and the fact that he's based on clocks, and Sogo had no fucking idea. He thought he was just based on the words Common Rider because and then we just, of the text on his face. And then we just get a zoom in of just, like, the top of his helmet that says Common, and we just get, like, the, the like, the Common Rider! It's just, Common! It just, Come it's, in, it just stops after that. I fucking died, and I want that as a fucking text tone. So you're just gonna get it for me. It's like, Common! It's so weird. And then and then later on it shows like well like uh, Waz has like some concept art for for like original helmet designs for Zio, which some of them are actually pretty damn good. And I have the image here. I like the middle one, like with the pink clock hands and like the glowy eyes. That looks fuck. That's my favorite. I I actually like the bottom left and bottom right ones a lot. The bottom right one looks kind of reminds me of Issa, but if you had, like, if you had like blue eyes, the top right one looks like Shadow Moon with a little bit of. And ghost. then the one on the top left is just ugly. I feel like they were try they were trying to emulate build a little too much. Yeah, uh, but it's, and then like later it's like yeah, but then my visor spells out Rider, and then it goes Rider. <laughs> See, oh. Yep. And then they they it, the episode devolves into look at all the shit we have from other shows. Yeah, look we have the clocks we have. We have builds clock. We have doubles clock. We have all of the so other. Look for the other clocks. I'm like Sca no scavenger hunt. And I'm like no. I looked like we took a cursory glance at each of those shots that they paused on. I'm not gonna remember clocks from fucking common writer shows. Like we couldn't pick up on any of them except for builds and doubles. So yeah. if anyone knows of any of the other ones that are in Was there, the ghost one in there. Of the back clock? No, but I'm hoping it shows up in the ghost arc. If anyone else, if anyone knows what other items are in there from other shows, let like, us know. Even even if in the ghost arc, just like Ghost goes like Billy the Kid Damashi or something like that, we see like the back clock attached to his gong gong gun, then <laughs> gong gong. <laughs> um, it's called a gang gun saber. Yeah, no, I know it's called that, but whatever. Gun mode. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, soup dances. That's really. <clears throat> Here's the thing, they talk about this gear door that's in the clock shop, and that just screams video game logic to me because clearly that thing is supposed to open, and it probably will at the end of the show. Yeah. And Waz just like he comes onto the scene with his hood on and in full prophecy mode, saying that one clad in blue will descend upon a golden field and make a bond with the lost land. My prediction on that, what that means, Kamen Rider Tsukuyomi. Or Waz is just full of shit. <laughs> I mean, he has been accurate about everything so far. Also, this is the non-canon part of the show, so that might not be anything. Who knows? It could still. It I mean, could still they told us how the other writers work. The like, it's non-canon because the characters in the actual episodes won't know about this prophecy. But yeah. the fact that he's mentioning it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. That's true. So I'm predicting this is a foreshadow to Comrade Tsukuyomi because while he's saying that, Soup is dancing in the fucking corner. And then they make a reference to 8 a.m. and 10 p.m., which is when Ryder debuts, <coughs> and then they rerun it again on a Friday. Yeah, because they say that 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. is when the clock shop is open. As opposed to its namesake, Kuji Goji, which would imply that it's open from 9 to 5. Yeah. Because Q and Go. Yeah. So, and yeah. Episode, and that episode ends with Waz saying, Next week you're going to explain what the fuck all this time bullshit is, my Wagamo. Yep. Wagamo. Anyways, Yup Cup, sign up!
guard at your cue. Huh? We're starting looping Pat. Talking about the looper bloopers. Oh, I didn't watch it. Oh, I thought you did. Uh, I, I, I wasn't into it. Okay. Wasn't into it? But you love Lupin Ranger. Yeah, you can not be into something at the moment. But this is the shrimp episode! Like, like I finished editing <laughs> Ultra Ranger, and I was like, like, I was <clears throat> watching it, and I was like, no, I just, I didn't feel like I'm fucking it. done! I'm fucking done! Speed Racer Flubber that shit. Anyways, okay, so episode 39, um... Neol checks for intel, looks up Frieza Amigo. <laughs> so this is where we start getting back into dealing with our old pal Frieza Amigo. Yeah, about fucking time, 15 episodes later. Right? Jesus Christ. Um. So we see the return of someone I did not expect to see back, but our shrimp boy Isolab. And this uh, leads us to the revelation of something actually kind of important and yet somehow underplayed in the episode is the fact that Zamigo's freeze ray gun shot attack is not killing people, but transporting them. Yeah, so when they yeah, shat... we saw that in the last episode. We saw them poof, not breaking the pieces. No, but the implication up until now is that when he did that, they were just fucking gone, dead, well, non-existent. They now were gone from a certain point of view. But now we know that they've been transported, which means that all of their loved ones are alive. They're just being kept somewhere. Yep. And they don't really talk about that. Okay. That's life, isn't it? So, no, that's actually cool, knowing that, like, their loved ones are actually not dead. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so, so then, so the there same, you go. You so guys legit just shot the whole point of the show in half. So, so the whole point of this episode was the fact that, like, they don't, like, they still want to have, like, free, uh, fucking Zamigo be their backup plan, but they don't want to tell Noelle about it, about him because, like, they don't trust him to, like, keep a secret, but then later on Noelle's like, oh, no guys, I'm, I'm your ally, but I won't tell anyone. <laughs> so, that, that's what this is about. And just, they, these two episodes, I did not give a shit about, like, Kyrie was weird. Kyrie's still kind of being a stuck-up asshole to Keichiro, and I don't like it. Like, I get why he's doing it, because he doesn't like the fact that Keichiro reminds him of his brother, but yeah. it's still really annoying it, to watch. Yeah, it's annoying. I'm like, just... Just, just, just fuck him. already. Just let him in. Ha! Just fuck. Let him in, all right. Ew. <laughs> um, so... So, Isilov, the shrimp boy... His Lupin collection power is levitation, and his ability is just shooting fucking shrimp missiles. Woo. Cool. What a weird match. Also, he made a really fucking stupid pun. He's like, oh, there's shrimp fry. How about a shrimp that can fly? And I'm like, fuck you. Oh, yeah, when he turns his weapon into a jetpack. He has like a shrimp jetpack. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, this is such a weird gangler. Oh, I man. just love that after the first fight with him, Sakuya apparently is just searching the streets for fucking shrimp. Like, really? Sakuya's that stupid. Um, <clears throat> and just, uh, ow. So, like, he, he runs into Umika and she, like, posits what's actually happening as a hypothetical situation to him. And she just resolves to tell Toma that she should trust Noel because we haven't learned anything about Zamigo in fucking forever. And I'm like, 
Yes, thank you. We haven't had any decent plot progression in so many fucking episodes. Goddamn, do something about it. Yeah, so then Noelle or whatever like that just is like, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, no, don't worry. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> and then we also <clears throat> find out something interesting. Noelle doesn't, didn't know about Zamigo. So whoever, whatever, whoever his loved one was that he lost wasn't because of Zamigo. Yeah. So, which, in episode 40, it's kind of, because after he, like, it shows that scene with Noel, like, they're, like, talking about Noel, like, oh, wait, Samigo didn't, like, affect his loved one. Melee cuts to Destra. So. Destra probably killed Destra probably is. did it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he has such, like, a fucking fascination with Destra. Or maybe Ghost, because she was in that scene, too. Ooh, maybe. Um, yeah. So... <coughs> The focus of this episode was, of course, Lupin Red using the Victory Striker to evolve into Super Lupin Red. That's Super Looper. Yeah. Um, And I gotta say, it's pretty fucking badass. It's it's broken. Yeah. Apparently, it has the apparently using incorporating using the power of a Boeing seven forty seven plane gives you the ability to predict fucking your enemy's movements. Spider sense. I'm like, what? I'm sorry for my long absence there. Mom called me downstairs to talk about shower curtain. <laughs> nice. I mean, Lupin, I mean, Super Lupin Red looks like he's wearing a shower curtain. Yeah, like, it, it's okay for Kind of like, does, eh. actually. It, it's eh. I, I don't care for it too much. Because I like, I like the Siren Striker armor better. But Zamigo actually manages to counter him pretty effectively because he notices that Super Lupin Red's prediction only goes for a few seconds, so he outwits him by making a different move more than what his prediction extends to. <coughs> and then he, like, tosses, uh, tosses Shrimp Boy out of the, in, in the way of the blast. Yeah, what the fucking the attack he uses? Holy shit! Oh, I yeah. Did, yeah. I don't know if anyone brought this up while I was in Shower Curtain Hell, but... Um... To, oh, this no. episode had a pretty big, huge revelation in it, which is that the people who are trapped in ice are not... <clears throat> oh, yep. yeah, yeah, that they're not killed, they're transported. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, and also I thought, you know how he, like, used, um, uh, Shrimp Guy? Isidore, I think his name is? Isilab. Isilab, close. Um, as a, um... As a shield, I was thinking it would be it would have been super horrible if he just teleported one of their friends in. Oh yeah. <laughs> but thankfully that didn't happen. I'm still sad that we're four forty episodes in and we didn't get the episode I was predicting where one of the ganglers just used Toma's fiance as a disguise. Right. He's like, I can't do it. I can't shoot her. It's my fiance. I wanted that. Well, we got like that alternate universe thing where they had to shoot their love. I still think there's enough time for us to have an episode where they. Some ganglers use their loved ones as disguises. I hope so. <clears throat> but yeah, so Isolov gets dusted. Uh, Ghosh comes in and revives him, and we get to see Victory Lupin Kaiser, who who poses with a fucking V symbol. Yep. <laughs> that was pretty cute. It's it's a cool back. I I just like the uh, I like the Victory Striker. It's a fucking cool trigger machine. I just like that this is, this is the only Megazord formation that actually, after becoming a Megazord, transforms back into its vehicle mode 
while still being combined. Yeah. The flying mode. That was cool. It was badass. I like that. Um, so yeah. They start to piece together the information about Zamigo, the Pados. Uh, and yeah, as you mentioned, Kari realizes Noel didn't know Zamigo, so now we have more questions. Next week is the wedding episode, according to the preview, even though that was a fucking fake-out. Oh, okay, so, yeah, let's, so, Power Ranger episode 39 was obviously, like, you know, kind of the more plot-heavy episode. It was, like, you know, <clears throat> answering some questions, we got, then we get into episode 40, which just goes into, like, total, Yeah. no, we're just gonna have has a, fucking... Has a, has a gangler, which special power is making everyone me. <laughs> Makes you worry more and just think of absurd reasons. Makes crippling anxiety. And so, like, the whole time, like, Kairi's being suspicious, going out uh, uh, where when Toma and Umika don't know, and they don't know where he's going off, they think he's slacking and stuff like that, and we don't know why. And then we find out at the end of the fucking episode, it's because of a fucking puppy! Why are you hiding the fact that you're taking care of a puppy? What's embarrassing about that? Oh, 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 I'm so fucking cool and badass. I can't let them know I'm taking care of a puppy. That's gonna ruin my cool reputation. Like, I'm that's, sorry. That's I'm it. So, I'm sorry. There isn't any that more was, to it. That was stupid. Yes, it was. You don't need to ever hide that you're taking <clears throat> care of a fucking cute little puppy and it was a cute little fucking puppy I just, how about you take care of it bring it back to the bistro have show it to the customers they'll fucking go aww it's a puppy so so I don't know if, I don't know if anyone else picked up on it but at the start of the episode when they're talking to Kogure he's he's he makes a pun about sabotaging the restaurant because the word sabota is Japanese for slacking off so, like, oh, Carrie's not here? Is it sabotage? That was Sorry, funny. that was... I don't usually fucking ramble like that. Go on tangents. No, that's like, fine. God damn. So then... <clears throat> yeah, so then Toma and Umika get affected by this worry beam. And, like, it's it's actually kind of hilarious because, like... You, you think, like, Umika would think of, like, these... Which... I would have loved if I honestly wish the Pados were the ones who got hit by this beam because it would have been that would have been, that would have been yeah. funny as hell. Oh yeah, it would have been so. So I think I think they were focusing on the wrong Sentai for this episode. I would love to see what Keichiro would worry about, or Sakuya just like being like he'll just obsess over Umika not liking him. Maybe or like Keichiro not respecting him enough or something yeah. like that. Like oh god. So anyways. But honestly, Toma was fucking hilarious because he like. What if he eats too much food and gets fat? And little he gets fat and a woodpecker flies and hits him in the stomach and he explodes and we get the same shot twice. Like, because like they're talking, like they're talking about like oh he's talking to like this this like the store owner, this woman, and it's like oh what if like what if it's like like he likes her and then they go on a date and they end up getting married, they have kids and then he leaves her, she leaves him. They get divorced and he dies alone. And he dies alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then he goes into a restaurant and it's like oh what if he like really likes the meat and he eats too much and then a woodpecker flies in and it hits him in the stomach and he explodes he just seems going like ah! it's, just it's like an actual like explosion with fire i just love the fact that they're sitting at a table in the same restaurant being completely not subtle i'm just like watching this i'm watching this happen and i'm like what the fuck is going on 
Oh, and then there's the fact that this fucking monster himself, Jugon Manatee. Oh yeah, they're like arguing over whether the fuck he's either a dugong or a manatee, and I'm just- I His name is Manatee! I yelled, I yelled going, both! Dugon Manatee. Oh. He's both! I didn't pick up on that Yeah, he's both of them! And he's fucking, this fucking boat-faced motherfucker. What the hell kind of design is that? Also- kind of like Barney. And what's great is he's like actually smart because he's like a tactician and he's like researched the both teams and he knows he's their reading, He's reading a fucking art book about the teams. They mentioned uh they yeah, mentioned that was an art book, you're right. They mentioned uh tricolor. Yeah. So like the yeah, so the movie's canon, which is cool. Oh yeah. So but yeah, and he has like a he has like a like a like a photo scrapbook like with like glued on pictures of like all the different kaisers and shit like that and he like studies up on the megazords and everything too and, and like and like donya boone comes in and he's just like he's like oh i like i like what you're doing like you're actually like researching before i've never seen them before yeah can, can do what you're doing this is interesting he like walks away and i'm just like i'm like what do you do like what does he do when he's not watching like a gangler do stuff like what, what's he's just like hanging around shooting the shit crime no, he's not doing crime. He's trying to get out of crime. He's I retiring. Don't, I don't know. <coughs> so, his natural ability is his air slicing attacks, his worry beam, and his lupin piece lets him generate smoke, which is a neat thing for a, a thief power to have. Um, but when they actually steal the lupin piece, it's a recolor of Cube Whale's spear spout. Yeah! yeah I was, I was like... Familiar looking pixelated water spout. Right? Uh, so, so yeah. Um, but yeah, just the fucking story was so funny. And like, like they go to like another one, like they talk about it again, and then like in front of Kyrie, like the whole woodpecker thing, like he mentions yeah. again, we see the same fucking scene. And then just like Kyrie's like, what the fuck? Woodpecker? Yeah, like, they go on about their scenarios in front of Red, and then, like, Jugon Manatee shows up, and, and they're like, Undo your spell on Red, you fiend! You, you fucking morons. It was you two who got hit by the worry beam. Yeah. They also think that, um, that, uh, Good Striker is the woodpecker for a second. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's me, Goody! <laughs> and, like, Noelle's just, like, looking at them like, what the... Like, it's literally John Trump. What the... What the fuck are you talking about? I don't like where this is going. <laughs> so Noel just goes, well, it looks like it's you and me, Red Coon. So the two of them hench in and do their roll call as the Lupin Boopins. The Lupin Boopins. Wow, you've really, like, stooped at just not, like, calling them by their proper names anymore. The Lupin Stupin. Yeah, super they, Loopers, they the Lupin Boopins. They both go super form. They so sound it's... like fucking, like, CBC kids shows. <laughs> Like the Sabums or something. It's Lupin and Boopin. Oh my god, Nostalgia. Smell is powerful. Believe it. <laughs> I like that show. Now they have like this new one that's like fucking birds. And I'm like, you're not the Sabums. You're just the cheap knockoff of the Sabums. You just a wannabe who looks like him. No, I actually. Wannabe? I actually, be gone. I actually used to watch the Sabums a lot. It was fucking cool. I did it. I made a Space Jam joke. Okay. But yeah, so they both go super. And then Super Red uses the turbines in his armor to blow away the smoke. Yep. That's cool. Yep. 
I like that. That's all right. And then me. they transform, and then they do an illusion where they summon like every single version of Lupin Kaiser, and it's like oh, yeah. we missed um the fact that they actually had to turn the knobs on his suit. For... Oh yeah, I saw. Oh like, my god! It's like bah! That was actually cool. Uh, but yeah, so then, fever. so then they have him guess, they have Manti guess, like, oh, which one's the actual Lupin Kaiser, because, like, you no, know. Which, which one's different? Which one's different, and which, which thus means which one's the real one. Yeah. So he, like, he picks him out, he picks out, because, uh, so they have, yeah, they, they spawn a bunch of different Lupin Kaiser configurations. They have normal Lupin Kaiser, Lupin Kaiser Magic, Lupin Kaiser Splash Magic, Siren Lupin Kaiser Strong, which never happened, and Victory Lupin Kaiser. <laughs> you pick the right one, and your prize is death! Yeah, and we actually found <clears throat> out in a scan today, that a, pair, a new Pat Ranger scan, that the Pat Rangers are actually going to use the Siren Striker uh, with Pat Kaiser. Right. So now I have to get the Siren Striker because they use it. Told you. Well, yeah. So, but luckily Dave has one for me, so I'm going to get one. I told you they'd use it. Yay. Um, and yeah, so they fucking destroy him. And after that, they discover Kyrie's been looking Watching at his puppy. Watching a fucking puppy. I don't know. Why? You, okay. Anyone listening to this... Don't ever be embarrassed about taking an a taking care of an animal. Never be embarrassed by that because no one's gonna fucking make fun of you for it. It's a puppy. <clears throat> Everyone loves puppies. And I just love that as soon as Noel sees it, he just goes all full dairy. Oh la la! No, and like it kind of, like he, the puppy goes away. Like you see Noel crush into it, but it still does not top. In Tokyo, just when Makira just had that fucking cat, and he loved it so much, and oh, then it yeah. got taken away from him, and he's just like, "Yep, I, I, I can't live anymore." Shinibasho. <laughs> he loved that. He loved that cat. But uh, Kyrie decides that he's warming up to Keicher after all, and as a show of friendship, he installs his his game that he was playing. I thought he was the first giving him his number. That's what I thought too. I was like, oh, okay. I thought that I was like, it was actually a like. A, a common rider mobile game at first. No, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna trust you. Just writes a note in, in his phone. I'm Lupin Red. <laughs> you just see Kitchen just go like. You just, no, no, it's it's like that scene from Simpsons where Mr. Bergstrom like gives Lisa the note and then gets on the train. You are Lupin Red. Yeah. You are Lupin Red. Yeah, it just Kitchen's like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. So then <coughs> they like he finds like a. a like, a, the restaurant owner to, like, you know, take care of the puppy. The woman that Umika thought he was going to get divorced from. Yeah. Um, and then next week, Zamigo Destro and the loopers and, and poopers get stuck in the, the gangler in the, world. In the scooper. Yeah, the, loop, the looper pooper scooper. And we get trapped in the gangler world. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a gangler world. You need to shop. That's where the, that's where shop, the mansion is. You need to shop that for a title. Just what? take the loop and Ranger Pat Ranger logo and just put it with Looper 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 Pooper Scooper. Looper Pooper Scooper. <laughs> Kai like, Kaito Sent Kaito Sentai Looper Loopers and Kaisan Sentai Poopers. No, they should be the Scoopers because they're gonna arrest all the criminals. Yeah, the Scoopers. The Looper Scoopers. The Scooper Rangers. God damn it, Eugene. Get sick more often. You don't make any sense. I am so fucking blasted right well, now. Well, good thing we're done, so... Hooray! Yay, so we're not talking about Go 110 Years Later, because we won't talk about it until Gar's actually on the show to 
to talk about it. Uh, which means we're going to have to do something else for next week. Uh, so Let's go through our list. I already know what it is. What is it? <clears throat> Jikai, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Freshly subbed is the Lupin Pato Specials, another Nigo and Ultimate Weird combination. Cool. So we'll be talking about some Lupin Pato side specials next week. Yeah, which apparently we found out that pre pre Sakia he's actually showing up in the show. Cool. Yeah, he actually has, he has a VS changer. So. Neat. Ooh, potential. Potential, actually potential. Pre Nigo becomes new Nigo. Prego. Yes. That's what we'll call him. Prigo Amigo. Patron Prigo. Patron Prigo Amigo. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this has been Cast Ranger. Hope you enjoyed this special double episode. If you're new here, I hope you enjoyed. Please, uh, if you're interested, uh, like and follow, subscribe, check out all our stuff. The hub for our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. Uh, check out our merch store, which now is currently on Black Friday sales. Yep. Slash Cyber Monday sales, if you're listening to this after the episode goes out. Yep. Um, <clears throat> we have a Discord, where you can not only talk with us and other fans, but listen to the show live Friday nights. Uh, and, of course, check out our Patreon, where you can consider donating to help us make the show better for you. Comments for Lane, please! Hashtag comments for Lane. I need more toys! Let us know what you thought of these episodes in the comments, and let us know if you have any predictions for what's coming up. Yeah, that. Uh, and as always, we will see you next week, and hopefully I won't be sick and dying. Thank you for for, uh, for listening to the show, and I hope you get better. Most likely next week, I'll be sick and dying. Hooray. I will not be surprised if just next week I'm just like, No. Ah. I won't be surprised if you're like that tomorrow. I hope not. I can't afford to be sick right now, especially at work. Oh. I'll be fine. I'll Bye, everybody. Help. Bye. Good night. Subscribe. Ah!